man. He's transitioning with shitty stats. Okay. And I'm Ray Ray all day. That was amazing. That was my Barry White impression. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> He's got meat sticks for sale. Yeah, I got meat sticks for sale. No. Gotcha, bitch. But I'm going to transition to someone who's not late. That boy oh, got gotcha. cord in his hair right now. Hey. <laughs> He's got Chappelle, baby. Candy says, so Candy, what's it like to finally have some real wood in the house? <laughs> Need your mama's permission. This yes. is the Battle Podcast. <laughs> nope. I hope. Ray Ray all day. Oh, oh. What up, Ray? Freeze. What's going on over there? Dude, I got to be honest. I got a little nervous. I thought Ray was going back to the Barry White flashbacks <laughs> over there. Oh. I was like, oh. don't start that shit. You mean my Barry White? <laughs> yeah, you're hairy, no, you're hairy White. Hairy, hairy White. Oh. <laughs> but I'm, oh, I'm here all day, people. I'm here all day. Oh, Maynard's got quite the head going on over there. Oh, he's like, like a freaking bottle. What's up, Maynard? I don't know what happened here, but yeah, it looks <laughs> like him yeah. slamming a beer down or something. Slammed a beer down. What's up, Maynard? Talking about what we talked about off <laughs> Everybody welcome the Maynard. Maynard here. Maynard here. Um, hold on. Enough of that shit. Maynard here. Yeah, yeah. I gotta practice Mayna up a little bit. Beer. Yeah, Maynard brought the beer. Thank you, Maynard. Yeah. Thank welcome, you for always. Uh, well, you know he's going back to bringing the quality so beer. Is he bringing back lobster? That's the million dollar. That's it. Man. He's bringing sexy Can't back, though, isn't he? Uh, I'll tell you, he's probably got his ass. He's still getting. He's still in the doghouse from the last time he brought home lobster when he left his wife there to cook it. <laughs> oh, how did I go down oh. in here, brother? I can't hey. remember how that happened, but I I think I had to like oh because I because I gave you your lobster and I took them all apart. And I'm like, why did I just do this? Marnie here took away all the cooler. I took away all the ice. Everything. Oh, yeah. I regretted it. I remember it. seeing and, the uh, pictures of them. She said, "Don't you ever make me do that again." I'm like, you just killed lobster. Oh man, the I mean, kids were having fun. Big freaking deal. Eat it. They're you doing know, lobster. Around with that guy. They're yeah. doing lobster races. Oh, at what the house. House. oh definitely. Everyone here is getting lobster. John, you cooking mine again for me? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to, I'll cook you cookie your lobster when I suck in some of that freaking sour apple Jack Daniels. Oh, you got over there. let me tell you something. Yeah, that was good. That was good. We didn't talk about that last week. Yeah. It had the, uh, oh, the is that Jack Daniels? Body. Oh, yeah. Listen oh, to this man. one. What Tell is that? Ray, Ray. Crown makes uh, something Apple. There was know. a video on Instagram of our party. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a video. Where? There, yeah. Uh, my wife got to bring home the, uh, well, first of all, unfortunately, my gift. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got a freaking RuPaul CFA. <laughs> well, after your wife snuffed out all the competition, I mean, oh, damn. Man. Was there anything he left? Was 
He was wanting that chia pet, dude. I he know he was. Oh, yeah. On that dome of his He's right not there. fooling me, man. Yeah. My secret desire. Yeah. I'm still mad at your brother, that was John. America's Beat next me. top I model. I was on a I'm roll. I'm just wondering why when he walks by, I see hair, uh, grass poking out his ass. In the back <laughs> <of> the <laughs> that old RuPaul in that baldy, didn't you, boy? <laughs> you want to know? I'll show you. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you probably would, dude. That's your problem. But my wife did come, <laughs> my wife did come through with a killer gift, and it was... Jack Daniels Tennessee Apple. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. man. I think that was good. the one I gave up. Oh, dude, that was so Because good. I wanted my wife to Did have Did you really? A massage. How'd, that, how'd no. that work out for you, Tommy? It's probably freaking in a box. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so <laughs> good. Up. It was so good. Stop, start thinking of my wife and look what happens. I don't get alcohol. And then you know, what, what was and funny? Rick gets it. Now, what was funny <laughs> is, is that afterwards, your wife looks at the thing and goes, Oh, that's the wrong one. I was like, dude, you can't win balloons, bro. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Shit. So we still don't have my mullet back. I got to get it back from Ken. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to wear it at church that week. He didn't do it. I think he's wearing it around the Julie house for Julie, do it, I think. You know he on. is. You know, everybody would be super proud because during that Redneck Christmas party, all the men were wearing shorts and boots. Well, shorts and boots. Anyway, yeah. Shorts and boots. It was Shorts great. and boots. And shorts and boots. And I felt shorts, shorts and boots. I felt so comfortable at that party. <laughs> so did you, so did you end up drinking any of that, Jack Daniels? Oh, hell yeah, man. We drank some of that Jack Daniels, man. It's good. When did you call her, brother? Man, well, I still got some left. So I still you, got some. So how'd you drink it? I drank it straight and might have mixed a couple drinks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's hear your little mixture. I got to hear this. <laughs> All right, man. Here's my mixture because it was on the box. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it with it was on the box. We know rednecks don't read directions, guy. Oh, What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. So it was some uh, cranberry sprite Ooh. with I, I ran a double. Had to man it oh, up a little bit. Here right. we Sarah go. Sarah was drinking the cranberry. Go ahead. Yeah, ran a double of the uh, Tennessee apple, and then uh, some lemon in it, man. It was good. You know what, man? You. <laughs> You bought a fruity bitch is what you got right now. You got to sit here talking about cranberry and lemons and shit. And then you're going to talk about, I had a double. Like, he, he manned it up. I put a double shot in it. I haven't made it yeah. up some bit. You're so full of shit. Going out to the fruity bitch himself. <laughs> Ray, 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 all, Ray all day and a quarter of the night. Dude. <laughs> Man, you want to know? Oh, did you have an umbrella for that drink, huh? <sighs> Man, you want to know what's worse yeah, than that? Can just, you put a cherry in there? Just, <laughs> he put on that, that RuPaul friggin' cherry in there. Any Manitino cherries in it. While I'm embarrassing <laughs> myself, we went out, we went out to, uh, to one of the theme parks the other day. And uh, we stopped by this bar that they got there. And I was like, all right, cool. And you're getting, getting the drinks for everybody. And the bartender comes up. She's like, all right, what do y'all want? My wife chimes in. She goes, yeah, I want the uh, fire and ice. And I'm like, damn you. She made me order the damn strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> what did you say last week? Uh, you need to chapelle him, baby. You need to chapelle him. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Oh, it. you've been chappelled by your own wife, boy. Oh, man. She did that on purpose, Jack too. Because the bartender, she was pretty cute, right? And my wife, she goes, oh, yeah, she's good. like, here we go. Sarah, he's just joking oh, no. right now. Oh, he's no, not she smart. knows. She, yeah, she he's not joking. Purpose. No, she, she did it on purpose. Him on purpose. That forehead exactly. is glowing. Exactly. She knew. She's like, oh, that bartender's kind of cute. So when she comes and says, what can I get you? My wife yells out, I want to fire an ice. I'm like, Oh, damn you. <laughs> and I'll have the um, strawberry um, daiquiri. I'll have the fire and ice and, and my husband, uh, Ray Paul over here. <laughs> he's going to have the, the strawberry daiquiri. Don't worry, that she Can was... you put a twist of lemon in there? <laughs> lemon. Lemon. You got to say it, Southern. Lemon. 
Lehman. Lehman plays. Little so, which restroom did you, you go like in after? Family. Yeah, family, yeah, family, family restroom. restroom. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure, so I went to family one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Denny's. You just wanted people to know you actually had a family? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Somewhere. They're out there. Yeah. I swear. Ray, man, you know what your problem is, <laughs> dude? Oh, Sarah. I got lots of problems. Which, one, you wanna, which one do you want to call 75 out? cents short of a dollar. That's your problem. Oh. Hey, that's better than last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last week I was 50 cents short. <laughs> oh man. Good night, nurse. Don't do we we've we've done a vote on the show and you're retiring that bullshit with a good night nurse thing. Dude. That's it. Yeah. That nurse that. went good night. Yeah, like night, a couple night, weeks night ago, nurse, I hope. Bye. Night night nurse, bye-bye. Yep. No more good night nurse. That was Gladys Night Nurse. Yeah. Let, let's hear from everybody out there. Who wants to continue hearing the good night nurse? Uh, nobody. No, it's supposed to be crickets. And, while, and while we're asking, while we're asking for our listeners to partake in, you know, with Are the we podcast, partaking? Well, partake. Yeah. Boy, he's a sophisticated red. He is, baby. isn't he? Let's I know. Partake. Let's partake. Is that what you did when you got that fruity ass drink? Oh yeah. Let's partake That's of some it. alcoholic beverages. I'm expanding my horizons <laughs> with my pinky up. <laughs> Let's partake of some beverages, shall we? I think John just peed a little. <laughs> Oh, you guys, we're dating, weren't you? You can't make make this shit up. You know what I'm saying? You can't make it up. (laughs) The Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity Ray Ray all day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Hey, the million dollar question. Uh The million dollar question. Here we go. Ray. Uh oh. Was there an umbrella in that drink? <laughs> no, but I did have him add an extra cherry. Oh, <laughs> a, little, a little maraschino. <laughs> I get at the end. Uh, but that was a great callback, Fritz. That was a great callback when John and Ray were dating back in the day. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. you're funny. Keep, back you know, in the day. Funny. Why don't you shut up? John, you did in the last show and just be quiet. Boy, boy. boy. John wasn't that John's quiet. worried about the good night nurse. Can I get the twist and lame? They keep bringing up the damn thing. I wish Mana would just do what he does when we ask him for for stats. For what? <laughs> for for what? What are those? For stats? What are those? Damn you all! Oh man! Don't yeah, ask me I for want, that, John. That's I don't ask I him for Mana, anything. I but want Mana stats. to do what he does when we ask him for stats. Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's pronounced stats now, right? Is that what stats? It's? Stats. Yeah, not not uh, the other s word. Yeah. Uh, so what I was getting at before uh, that tangent. What? You call that a tangent? Oh, that was. I a call tangent. that a confessional. Dude. I was looking around the studio to see if there was a priest. Oh man! So for all you guys out there, uh, hit us up. Give us a couple uh, ideas as to what you guys want to hear us talk about. Uh, we last week we had because yeah, we don't know what the hell we're talking about, right? Now. Exactly. But we had last week we had a had one of our listeners reach out to us and give us some topics that they they would really be interested in hearing. Let's talk about. So uh, while you're out there, please hit us up. And what is that? The battle podcast at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us up, guys. Give us some ideas. And if you want us to retire good night nurse or not, let me know. <laughs> yeah, send us a damn email, <laughs> will you? Freaking redneck. You won't listen. Come uh-huh. on. Hey, and let us know what platform you listen on, too. We'd like to know if you're uh, on the uh, Ghana, Ghana app yeah, out yeah. in India, or you listen on Spotify, or you listen on iTunes or Amazon Music. Yeah. Let us know, will you please? Yeah, since our- give us some stats because nobody else does. I mean, know. Yeah, not even our I've been listening on Amazon and just adding the stats to the to the numbers. You know, we've uh, increased. He's just his- a guy that can do stats. Yeah. We've doubled his pay four times, and he still ain't giving a shit. <laughs> Can't double zero. <laughs> <laughs> 
Zero times four is zero. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You're right. You can't do it. <laughs> you know what, Mike? Yeah, I'm, I'm right. giving you a raise. Five times what you're making yes. right now. Wait, that's zero. Again. John? No. Uh, no. He's earned it. No. He's earned it. You know what? Yes, he has. That's it. I got it. You never have. He was I got to. nothing. Do us a favor. Come back next week when you got something, will you? He the guy that can do stats. Hold on. Let me check my notes. doesn't. He can do, but no. But doesn't. Let his no be no. because he's, he's pissed nothing. off about it. Because he never says yes. No yeah. means no. Stop saying, asking we got me for stats. No <laughs> means no. <laughs> Speaking of no means no. That's what today's topic is about. Did you get that segue just then? Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Oh, my God. Dude, Transition. You know what? Sometimes, I set that up. Knock it down. Sometimes I just have a moment. You, do, you had a I moment. I create moments. You do. You, you do. That's what You're a catch producer does. Sometimes the moments are about... You. That was organic too. It was Thank an you. organic moment. Thank you. I'm just, I just thank God you got stats. that clear. It's a tender moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Ray was over here thinking I was going orgasmic and he's his eyes about <laughs> uh, I gotta watch I, you too. I tell you now. He, you know, he was one asking, asking Mike uh, for sex. Mike for sex. Know, and, and you guys are dating and, and then uh, what the hell is going on on that side of the table anyway? Is Ray getting jealous? Is Ray getting jealous? He's got nicer hair than I do. Yeah, but you make all the best drinks. My right? forehead, my forehead gets shiny. Ray makes all the best drinks. Uh, I do make good drinks. Oh man, Ray Paul, we still love you. Ray Paul, I need to get some umbrellas. Oh, <laughs> no. what podcast? I just fucking walk. What the hell? I was saying to myself do, earlier, I was like, I'm not going to on this podcast OMG. Today. <laughs> OMG. Man, I have been watching way too much Yellowstone. Yeah. Man. You got a Yellowstone your ass on out of here, you <laughs> go that fuck OMG. <laughs> you are my BFF. Mike? No. No means no. No means no. <laughs> oh, no F-bombs. I broke oh. the rules. Oh, man. No. Oh, God. No more advertising, Yeah, but guys. it was funny, damn it. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Please had, edit that, Mike, Prince. My up, wife you, is going to hear. You had your moment. Now shut up, Mike. HWMF. Don't be that guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, don't we need to get guy. him on the podcast. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, reach out to him. All right. I bet he'd come on. He could call in. Yeah. All right. Awesome. That'd be cool. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Mikey, you want to say that? Mikey just was that guy. Kick me out. I don't it was great. <laughs> oh, you don't care now, huh? No. Oh, What's evident in your job? You don't get any stats. <laughs> Obviously, you don't care. Stop asking me last second to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he brings good beer, damn it. Don't, uh, don't mess that up for me. What's the matter with you? Just because five people canceled doesn't mean you have to add me every time. Mike, I got to tell you, you it always does bring take the five. best beer. He does bring the best beer. That's Corona, baby. Extra. He brings a Corona extra. He does, doesn't he? If you're a beer distributor and you distribute Corona, please. The Battle Podcast at gmail.com. Looking for somebody to... Hell yeah. Anyhow. So, no means no. Yes, it does. That's what we're talking about. Sometimes. Yes. Most of the time. We need... Well, it should all the time, right? It should. Yeah, but no means maybe, you know. Well, now in our culture. In our culture. Not when it comes to dating women. Well, depends on your feelings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? Feeling. Well, I don't think no Nothing makes me feel more than feelings. Oh, he's breaking out in the song again. Oh, wow. Yeah, feelings. Yeah. Good night. So no means no. What does that mean? It means no. No. Well, what it means is we. 
pull him back from all the humor. Uh, where do you start, here, man? At the end of the day, the reality of it is, is that we live in a culture today where no doesn't mean no. It means maybe we'll see. I don't know. Go see what your mom says. Yep. Mm. Um, mm. And, and, the, and the problem that you face is it's not, it's not definitive. And when we don't, when we don't step up as men and we don't stand firm in what we know to be true, we don't stand firm in, in, in what our convictions are, then, I mean, all we become at that point in time is a bunch of bobbleheads. Oh, yeah. Because if you if you tell your kids no all the time and then they whine and whine and whine and whine and whine and they finally get a yes out of you, you're teaching them that it's no until it's no you until cry you, enough. Until you bug them enough. Right. Trust me, I know this. So yeah, tell us about it, Mike. I mean, you've got about an army of them. Uh, Does your no mean no? It, it used to mean... It's not an army, though. It used to mean army. maybe, army. but I'm trying to get better at that. Like, literally, they went at it the other day. I was like, no, you lost everything. And, you know, I stuck to my guns, but nice. uh, it is tough when you have a 10-year-old blonde looking at you, like, just blinking her eyes. I'm like, no, no, no. No means no. Simple. You'll learn that eventually. So what do you think, um, what do you think it is that when you do say no and you end up caving, what does it really come down to? Like when you're dealing with your kids and you say no. I hate to say it, not caring. <laughs> Eventually that happens. So it's basically like, you know instead what? of dealing with it's the whining and the, the crying and all the annoyingness, yes. Yes. you just fine, do it. It's just fine. Just, just let me get back to work. Get out of my hair and leave me alone. Yep. And then I get mad. And then I get mad at myself for doing that. Cause like, what am I teaching them? Yeah. It's like, you know what, you know, I get, you know, then the wife and I talk and we say, what are we teaching them? And you're absolutely right. So it, it, I wish I could say it was that easy to just say no means no it, but it's not that easy. Like it's, it's it, tough. It, it is very tough. Well, it's going to cost you, right? Exactly. Yeah. It comes with a cost. It comes with a cost. And are you willing to pay the price? And, and that's the problem is I wish, and that's what I'm trying to get better at with the young four-year-old boy is to pretty much just teach him. You know, all the stuff I screwed up at when I was living in Maine and letting my, you know, I said no, Marnie said no, but yet they went to my parents' house and they said yes. Yeah. So it's like the fact that I'm now in Florida and I am away from all that, that was huge because that allowed us to pretty much no means no once two say no, not three. But yeah. how much of that did you learn, though, as a parent at that point in time that even though it was really easy to kind of zone in on the parents and say, well, they're always saying yes. Yep. But when you remove them from the equation, how often do you find yourself realizing that your no meant maybe and yes a lot? Yeah. Too many times. That's the problem. And that's what I'm working to. I mean, like like John said last episode, man, we're all jacked up. Like no matter times you want to say yes, you want to say no and you say no and you say no over and over again. Eventually they just get to you and it's just you need to. Be strong. And I've been working on that because that's been a huge issue with with the, you know, just our parenting together. It's like it's, you know, when you have stepkids, you're in the same boat of like, well, I said no and they said no, but the other one said yes. So it's like you got three instead of two. Yeah. And it's the other way around. It's like they said no, but yet we said yes. So it's like, but now that we, you know, we have the younger kids and we're doing our thing, it's like, we need to get better at saying no and sticking to no and never seeing, you know, never letting that change. Cause like I said, you need to start young. And unfortunately we didn't start young enough. Well, the other thing too is it's not just with your kids. Yes. I think it's really oh, easy yeah. to zone in with your kids, but sometimes it's with your spouse 
And sometimes your no doesn't mean no when you're talking to your spouse. Right. And that be, that creates problems because, you know, I mean, whether it's the male or it's the female, if they keep getting told yes all the time, they don't know how to respond when they get told no. Right. And, and I think a big part of helping no mean no is what you're saying no to. Now, if the kids are saying, hey, can we go to the movie tomorrow? And you tell them no. And then tomorrow comes and you're like, hey, I kind of want to go to the movies. And then you say yes. Then that's that starts the whole snowball thing. You well, know, yeah, pick your pick your battles and understand why you're really saying no in the first place. Right. Well, so what I've what I've started doing is if they're asking to do something come the weekend, I'll say, look, I don't know. We'll have to wait till we get a little bit closer. So my no doesn't become a yes. Just in case you see what I'm getting at. But yep. what we're really talking about here are the things that really mean something. The truth, things that you know are to be true. When you say no to those, stick into those guns. That is really what we're talking about because there are certain things like you were getting ready to say, John, that things change, uh, situations change, and a no can become a yes in that in that situation. But when it's core principles, you know, to your life. Well, the and, foundation of your faith. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The, the way that you, the way that you walk things out or the life you want to live or the way you want to, your principles, your, mm -hmm. your standards, your morals, morals, you know, all those different things. When you start to compromise those things, we've said it on this podcast before and I'll say it again, you lose. Yeah. And I've, and I, I'll be honest with you. This show's about transparency and I tell you, I've lost a lot. I've lost a lot. We all have buddy. When I, when I've made compromises with my kids, that's the only one, you know, and, yeah. and decided, well, you know, maybe I'm being too hard or maybe I'm not being flexible. Maybe I'm not understanding. And then at the end of the day, I look back and go, what the hell was I thinking? Why didn't I just stand firm on what I knew to be true? Well, like you said, when you look back, because a lot of those times when it, when, when your nose are based on, like we were talking about morality, you know, your principles and stuff like that, you don't see the effects of your no becoming yes until later down the line, until that that little scratch gets to be a cut, gets to be infected, gets to be, you know, visible to you. It could be years, it could be months, it could be, you know, multiple years. Because that simple what what's the word where you where you just okay, fine. You, you compromise. Get that simple compromise. compromise can have a devastating effect down the line. It doesn't mean something instantaneous. Yeah, sure, of course, instantly you you let your, you know, 9-year-old have Instagram. Instantaneously, there's going to be no effects. But it's that 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 prodding and that digging and, you know, where does that lead the kid now that he's 13, 14 the accessibility. years old? Exactly. And that's what we're talking about making your nose mean no because it's going to shape your relationship is going to shape your children's life. Well, it's going to also shape you as a man. Yeah. And the perception of what kind of a man you truly are. Telling yourself no. Can I well, ask no. just a, a keeping it real question? Yeah. Sure. And um, something you said, John, about the fact that you second guess or you question your decision in the moment, and maybe you were too harsh or uh, not understanding. Do you think that is a byproduct of the woman yes in your life yes because if it was just men on men you know are men being allowed to be men now that is we wouldn't have had that issue yeah uh that and i think also 
what the world is telling us constantly nowadays, what you're seeing on TV, what you're seeing in movies, what you're seeing on the news. I think a lot of that's got to deal with it also. Well, I think that it, it, let's just keep it real. I mean, look, we're going to put it out there for it. So let's put it out there. I mean, I think that there's a way that women look at things and there's a way that men look at things. Mm -hmm. and, oh, absolutely. And Night and day. What happens is, is that um, when you look at things from a female's perspective, and, and I've talked to a multitude of different women on this topic because it's always been kind of perplexing to me about the way they think about things. Like, for instance, like social media. When my wife and I first we talked about social media with the kids, you know, in the beginning, we were both on the same page. We're going to monitor it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then all of a sudden, I noticed in my wife, it was like, the more that she got into social media, the more it was all okay. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. Uh, What's, who cares? Uh, you know, it's, it's cute. It's funny. You know, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. You're being over the top about this. Everybody's doing it. You know, that's the way these kids do these things. I don't understand why you're making a big deal about this. And then you set, step back as a man and you start to second guess and go, well, where does the balance come in? Because mm -hmm. that's where that's where the million dollar question is, right? Because as a, as a dad or a husband, you're like, okay, how far do you want to push this thing? And at what point are you pushing too hard in the wrong direction? Yeah. Like, um, is there is there really truly a compromise in this? Is there really truly a um, situation where maybe I am looking at this from a different perspective and thinking maybe uh, I'm a little over the top about this because I'm, you know, grounded in the fear of the concern that, you know, this could take the kids down a d different road or my mm -hmm. spouse or whatever. And so you start to second guess yourself. And, it, and the reality of it is because men and women do think differently. Yeah. And, and I, and I promise you that what I'm saying is true. And if guys can think about this, if you look at the way that you look at social media and, the, and your, your wife looks at social media, it's totally different. And, I think as, as a guy, part of our responsibilities, and this is talking to, you know, to, to families with kids, is you've got to look at it and be real with yourself. Okay, if I was nine years old and I had all the access that I wanted, what am I going to look up? And when, you, when you're real with yourself, hey, you know what? If I was nine years old and I had all the access, I mean, we were robbing Playboys. To look at Playboys. But see, that, that's, yeah. where, that's where the battle comes in because women don't think like that. Exactly. And that's what I was getting at is that you need to have that open conversation with your wife and explain that to her. Say, look, we've got a son. I was a, I was a young man at one time. And this is what I was battling when I was that age. It's not that simple. It's not that mm -hmm. simple because you got to start they somewhere. Don't, they don't, they can't grasp it or understand it. And they think, well, well, our son wouldn't do that because our son's been raised in a nice home and he's got a Christian father and he's got a Christian mother. And you know, the, why would my son ever want to look at something like that? You know, and they don't see it that way. Where right? did I fail? It's the world, man. Now, I, I agree world. with you, but you've got to start somewhere. You, you I, I know yeah. the conversation's there, but what yeah. I'm saying is it's hard for a woman to wrap her head around that because women don't think that way. Yeah, it's true. But that's why as men, we have to stick to our stick. to. Our yeah. And also as men, we want to please the wife. Yeah. So we may not come at, um, you know, our son or daughter, the way we would desire in order to please the wife. Well, the wife is a compliment to the, the female is a compliment due to the male. right? I agree. hundred thousand percent. And so there are, there are attributes and ways that a woman is that men typically, excuse me, men, men typically aren't right. Yeah. So a lot of times what happens do is you go, well, 
well, maybe she's right. Maybe I am looking at this from a different perspective. Maybe I am a little over the top. Maybe I'm too aggressive on this. Maybe I'm, you know, because you look at your spouse like she under, she sees things from a different perspective than you do. The problem is, is that she sees things from a different perspective than you do. Yeah, exactly. And she doesn't think like a man or like a boy. Mm-hmm. She thinks like a little girl and a woman. Right. And so little girls and women don't typically go on social media to look at porn. Right. They're on there looking at Pinterest and all this other stuff or things that are cute or funny. I'm not saying all women because some women are into porn. I know yeah. that because it's just the statistics show 30% women are watching porn now. But for the most part coming up, that was a, a boy thing. Yeah. yeah. For our generation, like guys do that. Right. So it's hard for a mom to understand or comprehend that, that her little band, her little boy is going to do that. And then when dad says... I'm telling you, you know, well then, because that's the way dudes think. Mm-hmm. It's like I try to tell my daughter, I'm like, I'm telling you, that's how guys think. Oh, they don't all think like that, dad. You just think like that. Why do you always think guys, I'm a dude. I know how dudes think. Okay. This is how we operate. You know, well, times have changed. Not all guys are like that. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, and then you do compromise and you know, isn't no, it's maybe we'll see. I don't know. You know? Yeah. And that's where it all goes downhill. It all goes to shit. Yeah, and what would your advice be to a dude that's listening to this podcast right now that says, you know, John, I think that advice is great, and, and if life was perfect, that'd be great, you know, but he, but I'm up against my wife, and, and uh, we don't always agree. And um, From my experience, and I've had this conversation, I've actually had this conversation with Mike because he's got younger kids, and we went, uh, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings one night. You don't mind me sharing. I don't mind. And I was telling Mike, I said, look, you need to understand that a lot of things that I say to you is because I screwed them up. You know, you got you little ones now, and I'm telling you, you better be ready to fight your ass off. Yeah. Yep. And I, and what I tell you, I said, you're not only going to fight the world, you're going to fight who? Going to fight the wife. Yep. You're going to fight the wife and who else? The kids. <laughs> you're going to fight yeah. them both. Gonna fight yeah. everybody. But you better be ready to fight. And see... I was in a position where I compromised because I thought maybe I was being over the top or I thought this and that. And when I look back on it, the best advice I could give any man listening to this podcast is pull up your big boy pants and fight like a man. Yeah. You know, quit trying to be like a girl. You know, because when we start doing that, we start trying to think like women. We're not women. We're men. Yep. There we go. And every time that I've made that compromise, I've tried to think like a woman. And that's just the truth. Yeah. And instead of standing up and saying, no, we're not doing this because I know this is going to happen and it's not acceptable. I'll give you a perfect example. Another thing. I mean, we always said coming up that our children, we didn't want them dating non-believers, right? We're Christians. We believe in God and we think, hey, if you're going to date somebody, we spent our entire, your entire life bringing you to church, loving the Lord, all these different things, right? And I don't want some dude just to show up or some girl just to show up and derail all that. Yeah. That, But I'm going to tell you something. Do you know that Every single person that my kids have ever been wanting to date, almost 90% of them don't go to church. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, and the thing yep. you think is like, they can save them. John. You got to pick your battles of how far do you push this thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, you know, one of the things my dad always used to tell me, he said, can't pick your kid's spouse. Yeah. You can't pick their significant others, you know? And there's some truth to that. But then there's also some truth to the fact that there are some things that you just don't accept. And 
you know, my daughter and I, my son have all had conversations and I've had to say, look, you need to understand that. You're, I told my daughter, my son, I said, 21, you're 18, this thing you're going to do. You're going to piss me off. I ain't going to like it. And you're going to do whatever. But at the end of the day, you need to understand that I'm not about that. I don't agree with that. I'm never going to agree with that. And as your dad, I am not okay with that. Okay. You know, and we have to be ready as men to understand that when we say no, damn it, it means no. Yep. Yep. Because that maybe a lot of times turns into a yes because we cave. Why? Because we're we're lazy, we're selfish, we don't want to deal with it, we don't want to piss the wife off, we don't want the kids to be mad at us, we don't want to be the overbearing father and all this other stuff. And at the end of the day, they look back and they go, well, dad was cool with it. Just a lie to yourself. Yeah, yeah. dad was cool with it. Yeah, you got to let them know that you weren't cool with it. Hey, I, I'm gonna, I'll share something right now that... She'll probably get pissed off. She hears it, but I'm going to be straight about it. Uh, my daughter uh, is on birth control. Not by my doing. And I remember my wife coming to me and saying, well, you know, she probably you need to let her do this because of this and that. And I'm like, no, I'm not cool with that. I told my wife, I said, she is never going to hear me say that I'm okay with that. Right. And she's 18 and she can do what she's got to do. And I, and I understand that she's a young adult. She's got to make her own decisions and what it comes down to. But just because she makes that decision does not mean that I have to be okay with it. And I don't ever want her to think that as her father, I'm cool with it because right. I'm not, and I'm never going to be, and I can't sign off on that. And I'm not good with that. And if that pisses everybody off, oh, well, now does that mean it's going to stop it from happening? Nope. Does it mean I can prevent it? Damn it, I'm going to lock you down. You're not going to do this. I mean, but at the end of the day, when she looks back on it, she's going to, she's never going to be able to say, yeah, I went and did this and my dad was cool with it. She's going to say, you know what? I went and did this. My dad was not happy with it. He did not agree with it. And he wasn't cool with it. You know what? That's what I got to live with. That's what I, that's what I got to stand by. Yeah. I still get crap from my wife when I was in college. My mom for Valentine's Day and a bunch of other holidays decided to send condoms with every package I got. I was like, huh, okay. All right. Keep in mind, this is before I was Christian. This is before I, actually, cool I was at a Christian it. school. Well, the strange thing I mean, was, I was before cool, you right? even had any girlfriends. I mean, no, trust me. Oh. She didn't want him to get himself pregnant. You know what? You got to protect yourself sometime, John. <laughs> He's filling them up with water, throwing them off the bu- throwing them off the building. She, she, said, of a balloons, right? she said of a car that said, I'm Son, I'm protecting you from you. <laughs> quit, quit using. I know your, what you're doing. Son. Quit using your sock. <laughs> I know I what you're doing. I gotta send you five of them now. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Oh man. So yeah. what about what about those who don't have kids? Let your nose be no. Those who are dating, maybe early married. And and in my mind, in my mindset, is. And, and I know I'm a lot different than a lot of guys out there, but when I was dating this stuff, there's many times that I would tell girls, no, we're not doing that because I knew that it wasn't the right time or the right place or the right person or the right, you know, situation. I've been there, believe it or not. You're a minority, brother. Yeah, I've I said am. No. But yep. that's what we're talking about is a you lot said of You said no, Johnny? Oh, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times. Twice. That's for a whole other episode. Oh, but I've but, said it a couple oh times. Oh, my God. Couple but, always equals two. With oh, money. But if you're not in a relationship, if you're not, you don't have kids and stuff, 
what do you what does your no mean no mean? I mean, it in my eyes, I'm I think back to sober swaggy, the guys that were on here. Yep. You know, a lot of times you mad respect. Yeah, the guys who are, you know, they've been they've been clean for 13 months, they've been clean for quite a while. I guarantee you now when they tell them, you know, when they walk into those situations where they're trying to help people, they're I guarantee you they're offering them stuff and they're no must mean no. Mm-hmm. You know, well, John Bacon said, you know, he said, I will never put myself in a compromising situation that would cause me to have separation from my son. Yeah, there you go. And I would never go back. Well, you think about it, the young dudes that are listening to this podcast right now, maybe it's you're at a party and you got that buddy that's always saying, hey, let's do a shot, guy. Let's do a shot. Yeah. You know needs to be no. Yeah. Not, well, I don't know, man. Or if you keep bugging me enough, maybe I'll do it and I'll get stupid and I'll drink and I'll act stupid. No, you know, needs to be, needs to be no. When you stand in something and say, look, I'm not about it. I'm not about it. You know, because every time you compromise that, you compromise your character. Yeah. Well, don't think, don't just think alcohol. Think like, you know, a lot of people out there that got, did heroin one time because they're like, oh man, I got to do this. I heard this thing's unbelievable. I mean, I've never done it, but it's just, you hear these stories about these young kids that did it one time and they're dead. Yeah. So it's like, what is, no means no. Like literally just say, dude, it's nothing I want to get a part of. Nothing I want to be like, you see all that stuff in the news. Going back to what Ray said, you know, about the single dudes, you know, and single women, you know, you've got to establish those values early on. Yeah. And the, and the more you practice your no meaning no, the more you're willing to stick to it and stick with it. It, it is my point of view. Well, you're more of a man saying no than you are saying yes. Right. You're, instead of a bobblehead. Yeah, because some dudes, they get the word, I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to look like a punk. I'm going to look weak. I'm going to stand No, out. you look stupid and you look like a punk and you look weak when you cave. Yeah. You look like a man when you say no and you stand firm and you know. And guess what people end up doing? Respecting. And exactly. End up respecting. And then, and that kind of comes back to a couple of podcasts ago. You've got to be willing to stand alone. If you're going to make your nose mean no, that means you're going to be standing alone a lot of times. And you've got to have the balls to do it, to be a man. And that's from youth to marriage to older age. You've got to. And if you if you compromise a lot when you're younger, you're going to compromise a lot as you get older. So all you young guys out there, you need to start practicing your nose mean no right away. We only have two things in this world. It's your name and your word. Yeah. That's it. And if yep. your no means maybe or sometimes or it means we'll see or I don't know. I mean, you got nothing. I can tell you right now, if I'm going to be with a dude and he says no and he can't stick to no, I trust that guy. I'm not putting, I'm not hitching my horse to that wagon. I can tell you right now. There's a lot of you guys out there. You're so worried about looking like you're not cool or you're looking weak or you look like a punk. And you know what? You look weak. You're not cool. And you are a punk every time you cave. Real men say no and they stick to it. No, I'm not drinking that. No, I'm not consuming that. No, I'm not going to treat my kids like that. No, I'm not going to treat my wife like that. No, I'm not going to allow this in my house. No, I'm not going to put up with this uh, distraction. No, I'm not going to let the job take you know control of me. No means no. And you dudes out there to listen to this podcast and you want to say, you're so afraid to say no, all you do is pass them off on to the kids, go ask your mom or go, go get with your mom. You need to man up. That's not a man. That's a coward. Let me tell you something. You better be ready to fight your ass off. 
You dudes listen to this podcast right now. If you want to stand convicted and being a real man, you better be ready to stand in the gap and make your no mean no. You better be ready to fight your ass off because it's coming. It's coming in a variety of different ways. It's coming in the form of your wife. It's coming in the form of your children, your friends, your family, your parents, your coworkers. Some of you walking in the job and all you do is you get involved in the jump on the old bitch wagon. That's all you do is complaining about the job, complaining about the boss. This sucks. That sucks. Man, you need to man up and grow up. You need to wake up in the morning and say, you know what? This is not going to work for me. The answer to this is no. And guess what you're going to have to do sometimes, men? You're going to have to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself no. Let me tell you something. That's the hardest some bitch you're going to get to say no to. I can promise you that. Because we are innately selfish. We want what we want, when we want, and how we want it. And like spoiled little boys, we throw temper tantrums when we don't get it. You got to learn to say no. Now, don't confuse what I'm saying because that's the other thing that just pisses me off is when dudes want to listen to what I'm saying, they want to twist it like, oh, he's telling me I got to fight my wife. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, my wife's the problem. My kid's the problem. No, you're the problem. Not your wife, not your kids. Because if you're not man enough to step in the gap and say no, then you're not a man. Don't you point at your wife? Don't you blame your kids? Better steer in that mirror and start talking to the man looking back at you, the man in the mirror. Because at the end of the day, that's all we got. And they're looking to you. They're looking to us. This world is looking for men that are willing to stand up and say no. Whether it's your political views, whether it's your spiritual views, whether it's your morality views, whether it's your, you know, your principal views, whatever it is, stand firm in your convictions and be willing to say no. Because when you do that, my friends, well, hell, that's where the rubber meets the road.